Hello, and thank you for joining us on this podcast episode of That's in the Bible. If you believe you are a Christian, you likely accept the biblical truth that Christ built a church. It's simple enough, but it gets complicated because many preachers today teach that the true church is made up of everyone who truly believes in Christ, regardless of what denomination or church they belong to. But that's wrong. The true church is only one organization. Why are we sure? Well, let's find the answer in the Holy Bible. The basis of the teachings here inside the Church of Christ is first and foremost the Bible, or Holy Scriptures. We want to clarify, as we always do, that the Bible questions we address on this program are regarding proper worship, the right relationship with God, and most importantly, salvation. And those answers are most definitely found right here in the Holy Bible. So we'll be turning today to the Bible to answer these following questions. First, why is it important for me, you, everyone, to be baptized into the true church? And secondly, what if one would say, well, I'm already part of a particular Christian church or denomination. Aren't I then a believer? And next, how can I differentiate between the Church of Christ and the various Protestant churches? Let's start with the first. Why is it important for me to be baptized into the church? Let's go directly to the Holy Bible and begin receiving our answers. And to do so, we turn to the book of Acts chapter 2, uh, verse 41, where it says, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. So, dear friends, the Bible clearly says here that those who believed and were baptized were added to them. What does the term them refer to? Those that they were added to, those that underwent that true baptism. Well, let's turn here in uh, chapter 2, verse 47, here in, uh, in, in, in the book of Acts, it's, it says this, Praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. So the term them in the verse that we read refers to the church. And of course, the true church. So why is it important then for you to be baptized into the true church? Because being part of the true church is important. Why? Because that's where the believers were baptized into. They were baptized into them, baptized into the church. Well, maybe someone would say, well... I'm already part of a, of a denomination. I'm part of a different Christian professing church or denomination. Doesn't that make me then also a believer? Well, consider the Bible's answer to those who may think like that. So for the Bible's answer, we turn to 1 Corinthians 12. We'll read verse 13, then we'll read verse 12. By one spirit... All of us, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, were baptized to form 
one body. And that one spirit was poured out for all of us to drink, as the body is one and yet has many parts, and all the parts of the body, many as they are, form one body. So is Christ. So the true church then, dear friends, is it's very clearly described as singular, one body. And the members all make up parts and form that one body. Not, not many bodies. How many bodies did we read? Only one. One body, one true church. Are we sure that there's only one? How does the Bible further clarify that the body or the true church is but one? Romans chapter 12, verse 4 and 5. We have many parts in the one body, and all these parts have different functions. In the same way, though we are many, we are one body in union with Christ, and we are all joined to each other as different parts of one body. So, dear friends, the body is it's just one. Like a human body, there's, there's a lot of different parts to it, but yet all its members, all its parts compose or make up just one. In this case, serve their own, each of these parts serve their own function, but they are united and one. What outstanding quality can be found, therefore, in the true church that functions like this as described here? Well, 1 Corinthians, let's go back to the writings of Apostle Paul. He describes here in chapter 12, verse 25 of uh, 1 Corinthians, it says, And so there is no division in the body, but all its different parts have the same concern for one another. Your friends, members of the church, although yes, they may have different functions, but they still work together cohesively as one body, not split up and not, not denominationalized, no. And to answer then the question that we posed together earlier, which uh, went like this, are you really a true believer if you are part of a different, detached, let's say, Christian professing religion, religious organization, church, or denomination? No. You, you, you're not. No matter what you may say, the, the Bible is very clear. The true church is not made up of different denominations. It's not, the body is not all uh, div divided up with different names and all sorts of things like that. No, it's a single organization, a single body. What, what are many? The members are many. But the organization, the body, is but just one. Well, what then about all these various denominations? How can I differentiate between the true church of Christ recorded here in the Bible and the multitude, the many Protestant churches prevalent all over the world? They have uh, 20,800 denominations in the world supplemented by more than 15,000 distinct parachurch agencies. And we have something for everyone, a carnival midway of Christianity. But the competition among these carnival booths is anything but amusing. 
That quote is from a 1984 periodical named the Moody Monthly. What, what did I just quote? There was already 20,800 Protestant denominations, and that was already back in 1984. We, we, we're reading that particular periodical because they're saying almost sarcastically that we have uh, all of this uh, different carnival midway of denominations. But what we can notice is clearly they have no unity, no single body, just division strive, different names, different everything, beliefs. What must we learn from seeing that? What should we understand, beloved friends? Again, we pose the question. We turn now to the Holy Scriptures, James chapter 3, where he provides an answer in verses 14, 15, and 16. What does he have to say about these denominations and, and, and these divisions and such that they have, a man has created for himself? Bible answers. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Division, strife, and confusion, where do they come from? The Bible said, that's devilish. That's from the devil then, not from God. There's no division in the true church. Why not? How does the Bible describe here, dear friends, the true church of Christ? There, is, it, is the true church of Christ described having divisions and denominations and different beliefs and different faiths and different forms of, of baptisms and, and all those, those kinds of things? Well, let, let, let's, let's check together. I'm reading Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4, 5, and 6. Let's include reading verses 12 and uh, 13. There is one body and one spirit, just as there is one hope to which God has called you. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There is one God and Father of all people who is Lord of all, works through all, and is in all. He did this to prepare all God's people for the work of Christian service in order to build up the body of Christ. And so we shall all come together to that oneness in our faith and in our knowledge of the Son of God. We shall become mature people reaching to the very height of Christ's full stature. Dear friends, the difference then between the true church of Christ, the biblical church of Christ, and the various Protestant denominations and other organizations that are different than the one true body of Christ, the singular organization described here in the Bible, is that Protestantism is full of division. So much so that the, the different denominations even end up competing with one another. The church of Christ, the biblical true church of Christ, the church found in the Bible is the one single organized body. So dear friends, in conclusion, let's, let's summarize the questions that we pose. The first, why is it important for me to be baptized into the true church? 
Well, as we learn, being part of the true church is so important because that's where true believers, they're baptized into the church. And then we asked, and in response to the, the mindset of some who say, I'm already part of a certain Christian church or denomination, so that makes me a, me a believer too, right? What did we learn? No, you are not. The true church is not made up of different denominations and different churches with different names and different faiths and different baptisms and different worship service, all such things. It's not divided up and everybody just do what you want. No, it's a single organization. A single body that is made up of many members. Join with us and be part of that. And then we asked, well, how can I differentiate between the Church of Christ and these different Protestant denominations and organizations? Well, we even quoted Protestant Church is made up of over, and this was a quote from uh, uh, quite a while ago. We, we quoted that one because it's... it's, it's it's they themselves who are pinpointing and describing their own situation. The church, they said, is made up of over 20,000 denominations. What else did they say? It's, made, it's full of division. But the church of Christ, the true church from the, in the Bible, is not like that. Again, I repeat, it's one single organized body. Dear friends, we'd like you to continue learning about all of these things. It's so important. Learn with us here in the Iglesia Ni Cristo, the Church of Christ. Visit us online, browse the different topics, or set up an appointment to meet with a minister of the gospel. Please feel free to email your questions about the Bible, about salvation, to answers at incmedia.org. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast, That's in the Bible, and turn on your notifications for new episodes. I'm Brother Bob Pauline, and we hope you join us next time for more programming of the Iglesia Ni Cristo Church of Christ. To watch episodes of That's in the Bible, go to incmedia.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless.